This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, historians, and others barely acknowledged by the mainstream media. I'll be your host, Taj. Today, I'm talking with Majay. He's an MC representing San Diego, California. We'll be talking about his introspective album titled, What I Learned. Majay, welcome to Books, Beats, and Beyond. What's up, dude? Thanks for, thanks for having me. I'm really I'm happy to be on this. Like, it's pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, we, we appreciate you making music this tight, man. Uh, that, that's how it works. <laughs> so, Thank you. Thank you, man. So I like to always have people break down their name. Majay. Okay. That's tight. That's hey, that's fire. All right. Um. Uh. So, uh, Maje is just is just a a, short, a shortened version of my full name. My full name is Demaje. Oh, okay. So I just took the D A off. Yeah, like when I was when I was growing up, like when I started to rap, I didn't know what to go by. So I I had like a bunch of whack fucking names. <laughs> everybody everybody was just like, yo, you should just use your name. Like and then I was like, nah, y'all, y'all stupid. Like, what was your What was your like, whack name? What was the most wackest name you had? <laughs> ah, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, D flows, D flows. That shit was so wack. <laughs> yeah, this this white dude, this white dude gave me the name to use. And I was like, all right, cool. But I was not. I do not fuck with that now. Yeah. And I, I, only, I, I was. I only rocked with that name for like a month. After that, I was oh, like, nah, thank I'm you. Do, I'm gonna do something else. Thank you. My next name was Whack too, but like, if I remember what it was, but <laughs> it was whatever. that Whack. It, huh? it was a process. <laughs> yes, like it, none of them. None of them were comfortable, and none of them sounded that tight. So like, right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, when like, uh, I started when I was recording my first project. Um. My like <clears throat> my mentor at the time, Sean. Uh, he was just like, yo, you should just go by Maje, like your name. And yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't remember if I thought about that before, or I, but I, you know, I, I considered using my name before. But you know, uh, when I look back on it, it's like my little brother like called me Maje my whole life. I just never. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, so, that makes sense. You know, yeah, I, I like how cool. I like how MCs are using their name now, or some, or their nickname, or so forth. You know what I mean? I mean, it sounds real. Yeah. It's like if you're gonna spit yeah. realness, just just use your name. I mean. But you know, I understand yeah, if you need one, it's cool. But I, I do like the 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 new the new wave of that. Just using your name. Yeah, I really like that. It's such a it's such a more personal thing, and it's like it it just feels. I was just talking about this yesterday. I was like, when I introduce myself as my, I I, I use my real name either mm-hmm. way because mm-hmm. I was a, I was a real person before I ever decided to get into rap. Right. So like that's how I like to think about it. It makes it more, it just makes it comfortable for me. It makes me feel like I don't rap. Right. Right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so so you were born and raised in San Diego, California. Yeah. Born and raised like, okay. Whole 19 years of my life. Wow. So how, how has that had an impact on you? Like pursuing music or, uh, influence you in becoming a music, music artist? Um, I don't, I don't know if it influenced me uh, being from there. I just know that I, uh, I just loved the music when I heard it. When I got into it, I was just really, really into mm. it. Like, but like I wasn't, I wasn't super um, in touch with the entire scene in San Diego. I was how is that thing? thing? Would you how, how could um, you relate it to anywhere else? Anything we know, or is it just totally different? Um, 
it's similar. It's I think I think from what I know, I think it's similar to uh, a part of it is similar to like LA scene a little bit. It's not as big. It's not as you know big or you know whatever. But um, there's a little bit of like I think probably gangster rap in there. But you know if we're if we're labeling and then there's like um, other people on like this other wave of just like create being innovative, being more innovative with their music, mm-hmm. like structure wise, mm-hmm. sound wise. I can't even explain it. Right. But from what I've heard, it's like yo, that's that's pretty tight. Like. Um, Would you say that so you're you know, you're part of that? You, 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 could you kind of say your sound kind of uh, mimics a little bit of San Diego, or would you say it's a, something different? I don't. I'm not sure if it mimics San Diego because I don't know if San Diego. Like, it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. I do. I, my, I know my music is different in San Diego. Oh, I, mean, uh, I see. It's very different I got you. in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like me ever saying like, yo, I'm gonna. I'm going to create this San Diego sound or anything like that. Or right. It was just was never like that for me. I just love music, like, personally. So right. I was just like, all right, let me, let me, do, let me at first do the music I like. Yeah. Um, just do the same music I like. And then uh, I think, I think through time, I'm, I'm going to find my own sound, like, right. just for me. You know I mean, not, not necessarily to represent a city because my music isn't about right. the city. It's about me. You know? Yeah. I'm just, I'm from there. And I, I love, you know, I love that I'm from there. Right. Like, and all that but and i kind of feel that i kind of feel that in this album you know this is like i said a very to me a very introspective album so let's let's talk about it what i learned Mm -hmm. why'd you name it that um i think i named it that because it was it was uh that was all that was going on in my life at the time like i started writing everything probably when i was like 18 just from 18 to 19 Mm -hmm. i just turned 20 like last month so um like you know that whole time all i was doing was you know going through a bunch of different motions and shit like i uh, i moved from san diego to la uh like two months after turning 19 or, or three months something like that and um just throughout that whole process like i just you know kind of just graduated like high school dropped out of college to um i was just going like i was just living life i was being wild or whatever not you know crazy but what, like what made just you being out there what made you drop out? Um, I was just kind of like, I don't know what, what I'm doing here. Yeah. Honestly, I was, I was, I was there. I felt like I was kind of like, like not fresh. Well, yeah, pressure for lack of a better word, but like pressured and kind of like scared into going to college mm-hmm. because I was like, I didn't know what I was going to do after high school. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess I'm just going to go to college. That's just what right. Yeah. Like there, there wasn't like a strong drive. Like, oh, this is what I'm going to college for. Yeah. I'm going to go. Right. It was just like, oh, this is this is gonna save me from being like homeless or not doing anything with my life type thing. Right. Yeah. Um and yeah, I just wasn't I, when I was when I was at school, like I just wasn't heavily motivated to do the work. Not that I couldn't do work. Right. I'm I'm you mm-hmm. know, I'm I'm really good at school mm-hmm. if I apply myself to it, but I was just like, No, nah, I'm not doing anything now and I don't wanna wait to see if I do anything. So what happened uh, in what, what happened in college to make you say, All right, today I I I gotta leave? What was it? Um, I think it was just, I don't know. I think it was one day or something. I was just like, dude, I'm not fucking happy. Like, yeah, yeah. I think I was just, I'm not happy here. I get, I get what college is. I get what it's supposed to do. I get that you're, you're going to be like stressed out at points in time. Or yeah. Da, da, da. But I was just like, and I, I loved being there talk because I'm a social person. So I loved fucking talking and connecting with the people. Oh, yeah, yeah. As far as the structure and whatever, I was just like, no, yeah. I, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't, I don't 
feel like I fit in completely with this, and I don't want to necessarily fit in completely with it. Were you writing rhymes while you were at school? Did did that kind of hinder that that process? Um, sometimes I wrote at school. Like a lot of the time, like when I was in San Diego, I was it was hard for me to focus completely on writing because mm. I was just like I was living my life kind of out there. Mm. Uh, when I came, when I started first started coming to LA, I was seventeen. Mm. Uh, I was like still in high school, so. You know, I'd come out here for, like, a weekend to do, like, a song or something and then go back to San Diego for, like, three months and then, like, live my life type thing. I see. Because, you know, I was just at other home shit type thing. Yeah. So, um, no, I wasn't I wasn't writing that much. When I moved out here, though, I started to write way more. And then I just, like, I really, like, locked in and, like, fucking did shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, just started to work on it type thing. Yeah. And then it came out. Yeah. And, Sometimes uh, yeah. just a change of environment can help, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for saying that because I was, I was saying, uh, I was gonna say that when I, a big reason why I moved out here was I felt like, not because I'm a lazy person, but I felt like I was just like slacking off in San Diego, mm-hmm. like at the end of it, and I was just like, dude, if I stay out here, I'm not gonna do shit right. out here. Right. So I was like, I felt like moving somewhere where I would have nothing to stand on but my, but my own two feet type thing. Right. And like, it, it, it's gonna force me to like to get up and do something, you know what I mean? Like, to get up. I want to make it seem like I didn't have no type of aspiration at all, but, like, to actually follow that aspiration was like, yo, I'm going to move, I'm going to go. Right. Like, do this. No, that makes sense. I'm not going to wait for nobody to fucking, for nobody to fucking make me go. I'm about to go myself. Right. So it kind of opens up that way, because you got a song in there called Trapped. Oh, What are you trying to get across in this song? Damn. Oh, man. Aw, oh, man, I'm gonna be late for work, man. Damn. Man, it's third time this week. Knew I shouldn't have went to that fucking party. Damn, dog. Started drinking. My, my girlfriend told me, my mom's told me not to fucking, not to go, be more fucking responsible and shit, man. I lost my car last night. I don't even know where it's at. I think somebody stole it. And shit, man. My girlfriend hate when I drink too. I don't even think about her feelings. Should I just go and do it? I do it anyways. Shit, man. I ain't never gonna change. I'm still the same fucking dude. I don't know how much more I can take of this shit. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. Real. Sometimes I get trapped in all my fears. It's like a cloud I can't get away from. I can't figure out why. Sometimes I get trapped in all my fears. It's self-sabotage, so I keep the liquor in my catalog. Yeah. It's like a boss is crystal clear. I spent like 30 on this liquor here So I'ma drink it For a while at least And then it's back to wildin' on the streets uh, 420, slumped over our 440s A four-door Ford driving up to a four-story Fortunately, I'm good at driving Even if I'm higher than a flight attendant Terminal 5 Suiciding on my mind Do or die, it'll be a short story Four shorties four hours ago Chillin' in four locals smoking black Mixed with vodka for the incense of the breath and the vapors filling their chest. Uh, talking about the kinds of wonders of the world. Uh, like how somebody from the hood could hold a pen. Uh, and maybe become an influence to help some girls. Uh, respect themselves and realize that they better than. Uh, it's just a dream though, nothing too serious. Sometimes I get trapped in all of my fears. The drinking smoke till I'm down in delirious. Imagining the impact that I probably could have made. But I just keep walking down the same road my parents did. Fuck. It's like a cloud I can't get. 
get away from. I can't figure out why. It's self sabotage, so I keep the liquor in my catalog. Paying like a boss is crystal clear. Shit, I spent like 30 on this liquor here, so I'ma drink it. Yeah, for a while at least, and then it's back to wildin' on the street. Especially like four days ago. Today's the 29th now, when people is talking about my mouth and how I spoke out. My wise smile is spelled peace for a child sweet. How I would like to roll up with my presence. They mention how wicked I used to drive up on the highway, but I ain't think that. Just thought I was doing 95. My mama crying cause I ain't never graduate high school. And wondering why I decided to drive the truck while I was drunk. I tried to break, tried to escape like when I used drugs. But the other dude involved must have kept it together like a marriage. I thought I would be spared if I prayed that day. But soon enough, that dude was off while his wheels fell off. And he'll get off so scot-free. A couple bruises to live with, but not me. Shit, I got speed. Cause a death and hit and run on his part. A drunk driver killed a drunk driver. Fell off the bridge as my wheel sparked. Sometimes I get trapped in all my fears. It's like a cloud I can't get away from. I can't figure Out why. It's self sabotage, so I keep the liquor in my catalog. Feel like a boss is crystal clear. I ain't stupid, but shit, I spent like 30 on this liquor here. So I'm a drinker. The idea of the song is literally that being being trapped in like your, your own fears and kind of like your own fears, like hindering you from doing whatever it is you feel. That you sh that you should do because we all think I think we all think about stuff that we think we're supposed to or that we know we're supposed to do you know what I mean like right. it's like it's responsibility so it's like being uh, afraid of um afraid of responsibility or kind of like of of getting to a better being in a better place mm -hmm. um, and you felt like that for a while I, um yeah, yeah yeah I felt like that 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 story that story I made you know I made it up about just you know somebody I made up. Um, And the idea of it is like, you know, a teenager who is going through like the same things as me kind of, um, with like, you know, fears and like uh, oh, doubt and, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you about that. I was like, so, was this you or this is a, this no. Is, oh, cool. No. Yeah. Okay. Nah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, it was about somebody else. It was like a story. It was, it was, I was speaking in his, in his perspective, telling you how he died. Like that's like oh, oh this is how I died. This is what happened before the day, like the day I died. I think oh. I was drinking. I was hanging out with the homies, whatever. Like thinking about, you know, wouldn't it be nice if I was like this? You know, I mean, like a more positive thing. But I'm not. Like I'm just not. I get trapped in my fear, so I'm like not that thing. Oh, that so helps. So I, so I stay here. I, stay I was here like this song, here. man. I was gonna ask you, I'm like, dang, you in a car accident. You you thought about oh. suicide. <laughs> Then I was listening I to the car die, accident. Bro. I was like, I felt like something <laughs> fell over the bridge, but I wasn't sure if that was you in another car. I was like, yo. <laughs> oh no 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 no. That that nah. I can't drive, bro. So I, I won't be. Uh, uh, oh okay. Yeah, but like um the the idea that was the idea of the song. Um, I see. And the person when when the when he gets hit, uh, I don't say this anywhere, but like when he gets hit. He gets hit by another teenager who is driving drunk or high or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's dealing with the same things he is. Oh, but wow. one person just died this time. Yeah. One person didn't, I think. Wow. Um, so I, I thought deeply about, about the songs. Yeah. Um, that was that was a so good yeah, song. it's about fear and hindrance. Thank you, thank you. It's about it's about fear and hindrance. Yeah. I think. It definitely relates to me. The Inflames the white public against Negroes. 
We just played this song called Wishful Thinking. Why the title? Oh, damn. <laughs> I was getting it. Uh, I, I named it Wishful Thinking because the idea of that song, um, it's like the perspective of that song is a dad talking to his son, like conditioning his son mentally. Mm, uh, yeah. A, a drunk dad. That's why at the end of the song, he's like, fuck it, give me a drink. Mm. He's telling his son to go give him something to drink to whatever like so it's a black dad black son and um he's conditioning his son to have a, a distaste for white people the way a lot of white people uh teach their kids to have a distaste for people who aren't white uh, black primarily but you know what i mean for yeah, black people. i see um yeah so that's the idea of that song so so the the theme of that song is like oh it, it's like it, no matter what you do or no matter how you live, no matter what you think, being black, you're still black to these white people type thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're still black. So, and with black, it it comes a, a negative stigma automatically most of the time. Right. Um, How's it being black so, in San Diego? Um, I think it's probably the same as yeah. black anywhere, anywhere. But you know, it's like. Like, I was never, when I think about it, I was never stopped a lot by cops. I've been in trouble with cops and stuff before, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, you know, this stuff here and there. But uh, I feel like, it, I feel like it, was, it would just be the same. It just wasn't apparent to me. It wasn't apparent to me. Like, that whole, that song, too. Like, I didn't write that song until, like, I started feeling really, like, like a lot of, uh, what's the word, weight from being black. Like, a lot of, like, uh like a lot of shit on my shoulders type thing after uh, Philando Castile and yeah. uh, Alton Sterling got killed back mm-hmm. to back. Mm-hmm. That was like, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm glad it happened, but I don't know why that hit me harder than all the other ones. Yeah. Like they were so They all hit us in different ways. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was really weird. And I was just like, I got really upset. I got really depressed like for a, a couple weeks. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, like this is really hitting me hard. Like, yeah, and that's when I started to understand more clear, more clearly. That's what made me want to go like start learning about like shit and like, you know, um, I didn't know how to channel that or what to do necessarily. So I literally just sat down and wrote like wrote about it. So when I was writing about it, it was just like trained feelings about about what was going on, and then I was like, oh shit, and then it turned into a concept. Mm-hmm. So it's like so wishful thinking. The title it means it's like. Like you're wishing that things would change, but you already know it's not going to change. Right. Yeah, because that that was interesting because you you had Malcolm X talking in there. He had a line talking about the gullible white community, right? They can Mm -hmm. put us on the air, and because there's some people that are not in tune to what's really going on, based on that Mm -hmm. whole fear, they're just going to buy into it, and the same thing's going to happen. And just knowing that he said that then, and that's still applying today. 
Um, I thought that yeah. was yeah. a very interesting quote you put in the beginning of, of the song. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I was when I found that that wasn't even part of the whole plan for the song at first. It was it wasn't that wasn't even supposed to be there. But I mm-hmm. think I was like I you know. Uh, working on the song i was like oh shit yeah something something needs to be here mm-hmm. and uh i was i didn't know which malcolm thing to use and then one day i was on twitter and then i just watched one of those like you know short malcolm videos that go viral and then i was like wow this is so synonymous with the song this is so synonymous with a lot of white people in yeah. general this is i want people to hear that like right. yeah, it's like i get annoyed when like people be scared to say what the fuck the truth is right like like you, you hear so many like people who are on pedestals, you know, so and have social like have a social standing power and shit, and they don't say shit. I right. get why they probably don't say shit, but at the end of the day, it's like that doesn't that doesn't necessarily justify you being quiet. Not your complete responsibility, right? But it would be nice that if you opened your fucking mouth, right? It, you know, what I mean, and people people heard you, but, right? Um, yeah, especially so, you know, yeah, especially if you say that you think what is going on is wrong. I mean, you need to say exactly. something. It's if like, not, you it's just like being the benefits. A, yeah, it's, it's like being a bystander to a bully, bullying a kid or something. Exactly. Somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so for me, I felt like that was completely important um, to put there. And yeah. it's it's a trip. Like another piece of that story, the backstory that I don't write down anywhere, is that um, the wishful thinking song is supposed to be something that a bunch of white men were listening to. I was, oh. was going to have a skit at the end of it at first. And then they were going to say, they were going to laugh and say, oh, niggers and the wishful thinking. Because the original oh. name of the song is niggers and the wishful thinking. Oh, wow. That's sort of the wishful thinking. <laughs> so the idea of it is like, wow, you're, you, you, you think this is going to change, bro? You're tripping. Like, mm. that's, the, that's, the, that's, that's where that comes from. But, there, was but a, yeah. there was a line in there that I was trying to figure out. You said, trying to transform these white boys to men like daycare. What do you mean? Oh, uh, I got, I low-key got, I got half of the line, like, from this Jay-Z song. Oh. Uh, what was it called? Fucking Streets is Talking, where he's like, I'm trying to something, something, let's play fair, I'm trying to transform these boys to men like daycare. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. trying to, so I just, you know, transform white boys, but it's kind of like, he, when he's talking to his son, he's like, I'm trying to, like, the song is kind of a mixture of his feelings and mine. So mm. You don't even know which, which line is which sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like you're trying to educate these people in the, the best way you know how I to see not see you in the way that they see you. Right. Thing. So transform. So I took the idea of the JV line and just put white boys in it because it makes sense. Like, oh shit, transform these white boys. And boom. Like, and then, right. you know, I would, I think I related the line after that to like culture appropriation or something yeah. like that. It makes like, totally so, sense, total sense now that I know it was the father talking. I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how good I did convey that shit, but I, I know what it. But yeah, that, that's the idea of the, the, the whole song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, sorry, that's my shit. Oh, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, turn me up, Ryan. <laughs> turn me up. Hi. Don't 
so complex. Feelings don't show no side. Feelings be open threats. Feelings be oh so blind and feelings is so direct. Feel keep you cold outside. Feel keep you more or less in a productive place. Feeling don't know respect. Feeling don't know what's next. Feeling in open space. Space for a placement of rhyme. Feeling ain't no mistake. Feeling keep you inside. Feeling to procreate. Feeling make you go cry. Feeling you going crazy. Feeling you going insane. Probably might make you rob somebody. Run out of the store like Dally and run to the nearest park. Too much feeling can make you blind. Too much feeling can turn you dark. Too much feeling can get you killed. Too much feeling can change your heart. Trying to fake a feelings like food for that shopping with that and cart. Price of feeling is like a shredder dog. It can tear you apart. Uh. Turn 21 dollars to 20k. 20 days and 20 ways. You know money comes rushing in on sunny days. Then it rains on all the pains of people's recovery. White supremacy is keeping ignorant niggas at bay. Yeah, systematic Afrodisiacness. My niggas tell me I be sitting inches off the cabbage when I practice burning patches. So average rappers, y'all could go tell that if you want to spar, you gotta be for sure that y'all don't lack this. Uh, you know my shit bring the cure when I match this. Ringing and stinging while I be spazzing, disturbing, crashing, burning, drinking a non-alcoholic flask on a plane. I mix the magic with the ad-libs while I master my pain. I be a martyr for I die, go and watch me. My speech will make a bulimic throw up and then drink it like I was rocky. Y'all can't stop me unless you was thinking y'all had a missile and 20 pistols. My shit, nothing that y'all could ever time. Before we get back to the show, I need you to do something for me. I need you to take your phone, text someone right now, friend or family member, and let them know that you're listening to Book Speaks and Beyond and tell them to give it a listen. All right? That's all I want. All right. Peace. So we just played the song Revolution. Break down this song for us. Okay, Revolution. That one, um, my homie Corey made the beat, or this producer Corey, um, and yeah, he played the beat or whatever, started writing to it. But I, I don't even think I, yeah, I didn't know what to write to it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was I was at home. And then I was having like a, I was just really like emotionally, like I think stressed out. Um just in life, I think I, w- I might have been in college or might have just kind of like dropped out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just like, you know, just feeling really down and kind of just like, man, like, I'm, I'm sad, like really sad right now. And um, I was like laying in bed and then I, I had my phone or whatever. And like, I, I never really like thought heavily to write down my immediate feelings type thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. to really just put it down right now, boom. Um, so when I'm like the the first verse, when I'm just like feeling too much in time, feeling too so in depth, whatever. It's like that was literally all I was feeling right at that moment. When I, I see, was, like literally, mm-hmm. like the first thing that came to my head was like, damn, these feelings are like too much. This is crazy. Just feelings in general, bro. Because like it's, it's like feelings can make you do in the in the whole in the whole first verse. I'm just like feelings make you do this. Feelings make you do this. Right. Do this. Say this. Like 
they're so like key to everything. For yeah, because I was um, when I was so hearing was, that, I was trying to think how that related to revolution when you were talking about feelings, and I was just trying to understand. Oh, oh, um, I feel like for that one, it was kind of like more so like kind of like a couple different ideas. It's, it's weird. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Like, I wrote the I wrote the first verse and that's just what I felt and then yeah. the second verse I wrote kind of just what I felt and then it was like it felt like it I don't know like I don't want to say it felt like a quote unquote revolution that sounds corny but like it was just it felt like kind of a, a little rebelliousness like a, I guess uh, like, you had you were having like rebellious feelings in a sense. A li- yeah, kind of like a little bit, like or like at least the the feel or the idea. It was just kind of like yeah. It was it was oh that's what it was. It was like me saying like you know like I'm ready to like kind of get up and do like do whatever it is I need to do. So like like on the hook where I'm like uh where it kind of has like a breakdown and then it goes like got my gun on yeah got my whatever. It was kind of like I'm strapped up type thing, ready for like war. But like war to me is kind of like ready to do what I got to do and like apply myself or apply like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it can mean, it can mean a multitude of things from like applying myself to do what I need to do to like, uh, things in, in the social realm. Like, you know what I mean? Like shit with like talking yeah. about racism or whatever you want to talk about. Like, yeah, it's like a, a, it's like a calling kind of to, um, to go against the grain of things that right. are, are not, uh, conventional. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, like um, what 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 kind of revolution do you want to see? I mean, what do you want to see going? Um, I want to see everything bad change. Like yeah. I'd be getting mad. I'd be so mad, like <laughs> being on like social media, oh, man, just, like yeah. and make you doing mad. something something every day, mm-hmm. where it's just like man, like and and then like you know you go looking, you know you look in like the Twitter comments or whatever, and nobody can have a, a, a I mean a conversation. It's all arguments and insults. It sure is. Like, it's just like, dude, like, I need to, like, talk. Like, just have a conversation, you know? Like, um, stuff I want to, that's, that's not stuff I want to see change. Like, right now, stuff I want to see change, like, right now, just people talking, like, yeah. um, about, about issues. There's certain things that shouldn't even, don't even, that shouldn't even need to be an issue. What do you mean? But, you know, like, I was talking about this last night, like, people who aren't black stand the N-word. Like, oh yeah, that shouldn't have to. That shouldn't have to be a debate about that. You know what I say to people like, that 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 do that? Like, okay, yeah. I know most people have a female in their life. Are you going to walk up to that yeah. female and say, "Hey, bitch"? <laughs> I mean, exactly. seriously, why do you think they're going to respond? I know she she can exactly. say it to her friends or whoever, but exactly, you think she's going to respond? But right that way? you don't join in, like <laughs> exactly. It's like I was I was talking to somebody yesterday. Like literally, we had like a two hour conversation. It shouldn't have to be a two-hour conversation, but right. it was just like I was. I told him I was like, "How are you going to determine what what we find or me I find respectful and disrespectful?" Just right. because you may not think it's disrespectful, right. I'm not going to sit here and call you a derogatory term of your of your like ethnicity. And if we replace every n word, every nigga with every other derogatory term out there, right. like people are not going to be happy about that. Exactly. Like, they're not. So I'm just like, all right, and, and nigga's the worst word. Right. So 
what is that? that? Like, I could say nigga, but I can't say faggot or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. I'm not necessarily saying one justifies the other, but it's like, it's, it's like, all right, if we're, if we're, if we're doing the word game, I know a lot of words that right. I can say, but I, I choose, I don't because I, I respect factors. Yeah. Um, I think so it's about, telling. You know, it's a, I think it's really telling that you're at a position in life, a privilege in life where if you feel like you can't touch something, you get all up in arms about it. Just, just, it, it, when people come at me or I hear someone want to say it, I'm like, man, that right there shows the privilege you you have, and you feel bad that you mm-hmm. can't get into this, right? I think that's exactly, just- yeah, yeah. I think it's ridiculous. And I was I was explaining yesterday. I was just like, yo, like, think about everything that is black, right? Black culture. Everybody tries to get a piece of the fucking pie all the time or take it or appropriate it and all that. So it's like, if what happens when we, when we keep letting people do this, right? We're not going to have, we barely have culture now, right? right? If if anything, right? And a part of it is like, unfortunately, our culture right now is saying nigga, Mm -hmm. like part of it, but that's, that's what it is right now for us. And it's just like that, that doesn't, I don't go in your house and put my feet on your couch and you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Shit's not well, cool. if you live it's there, why can't I live there? You know, no. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> why, why, why do you guys, why do you guys say it? Like, what, bro? Like, come on. Like, yeah. there's no, there shouldn't be a debate about that. And then, you know, but at the same time, is what I'm, what I'm learning is like, we have responsibility too as a black community to, to, um, yeah. to, uh, what's the word? Determine what, to say what we accept and what we don't accept. Cause mm-hmm. you can like the culture. You mm-hmm. can like the music. You can like, you can like it, whatever. You're just not it. You're not us. You're, right. you're just not. And we're not you. And that's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's literally all. It's a simple human respect factor that we all need to learn. Exactly. I think um, that's a good point. I mean, this is the culture. Respect it. Right. Acknowledge it. And we do the same for you, you know? And exactly. I'm, I'm so happy that we have so many ways to record life whether it's on social media tv whatever Mm -hmm. because a lot of people forgot that rock and roll used to be black culture you see so that's the that's the good thing i'm happy about now that i don't it's gonna be very hard to say that it's not black culture (laughs) anymore yeah so dude then staples had this interview on everyday struggle and he was like what's not black culture and i was mm -hmm. like you're so right Mm -hmm. like when I was, because I was, I, before I got into hip-hop, I didn't even really like hip-hop. I was into rock music, mm-hmm. like, my whole, like, life up until, like, 14, I think. And what hit you? What song was it? And, what song was it that got you over? Uh, one of the first songs that I remember was uh, All Caps, MF Doom. Which one? Oh, MF Doom, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All Caps. All right, caps. yeah. I heard I heard that on, I heard it on the Boondocks episode where uh-huh. Huey was fighting Bushido Brown. Mm-hmm. And I was, watch, I was watching that when I was like nine. And I was like, dude, this, I didn't know the name of the song for, until I was like 13. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I love this song. Like, this <laughs> shit is tired. Like, yeah. I like the Boondocks intro or whatever. Right. But that was the first kind of, one of the first things I liked. And I, I, think I liked hits and stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. But for the majority, it was just like, I'm not, I don't, Support which I was talking about on the radio. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. It's right. not my thing. Yeah. Um, like weed and franchise boys and shit. I'm playing. But um, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say. Then I got into like our future. Childhood creator and our future. Oh yeah. And uh, I started listening, and that that shit was just crazy to me. And I was like, yo, these guys are tight. Like, <laughs> yeah. yo, like 
this is hip hop. I'm, 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 I like this. I like this. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I started to, I started to listen to them for like a whole year. Mm-hmm. And then um, through through them though, I started to listen to like my uh, like other contemporary like other contemporaries like Logic and like oh, yeah. uh, like Pro Era and mm-hmm. like shit like that. And then I and then I went backwards like you know what I mean and kind of like started listening to like Biggie Jay Z. That's good. Know the history of it. Yeah. Then, and then like yeah, to, to know the history of it. Yeah. Um, I think it's normal that like exactly you know I'm I'm 14. I'm gonna listen to the people. Who were 20 yeah. or something rapping yeah. and, and shit. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I wanted to say that, uh, going relating back to that point real quick, where mm-hmm. it's like growing up when I used to listen to rock music, everybody thought I listen to white boy music. I understand. I'm just like, yeah. And I, until I found out finally that it was fucking black culture, I'm like, no, y'all are fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> right. Like, I'm actually listening to my type of music. Yeah. It's just, it's just been fucking capitalized and turned white crazy. by yeah. white people. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, it's, so it's going to be hard for th- that happen again. I-, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you never know, but I am uh, glad that there are things. We do a lot of documenting these days, so uh, that mm-hmm. that should be yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, Twitter Twitter be getting people. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're the yeah. police. I love it. That's the police I like. <laughs> police. Right. Hey, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm proudly revealing a lot about myself. Showing you the truth is something that's hard on myself. As for everybody, it's a touchy subject to accept. Except the next is being transparent about it. Niggas is crash planes with no way to fucking savage. Maybe you better day, get me out this fucking madness. Shit, all I'm seeing is gray in the face of this process of life. I'm feeling like I might just be a person coddled in light. A paper bag floating through the wind. Without a clear destination where I'm going to end up. What kind of life I'll be living before I'm finished. No hesitation, but my speculations that got me spinning. I spiral out of control when I'm dreaming. I just think out of my body and my soul to a place where they ain't got to be ranks. A limits with gimmicks, pressures of being something you ain't. Chains and drugs swimming around in my tank, it gets me timid. If I die, then I go. If I ride, then I'm gone. If I shed, I might care. I might Sobriety, felony is the only thing I got going in my psyche. I'm rolling my dice to be rocking stadiums. Maybe I fail, maybe I never prevail. Can't even write a song to save my fucking life or practice like I should. Hit a backwood and get my mind right, and then I get a masterpiece. Get a plaque and a reaction from people all in the crowd. It's so fucking loud. How I plow, you know I got shine here with me. Y'all know we got my back. College ain't doing jack shit for me, but serving dropout rates in a black man's race. I'm last, last. Suicide rap, feeling unprivileged from mistakes in my past. That's how I'm living it. Given the current circumstances, I'm a little illiterate, debilitated, but little discriminated. I'm passive aggressive, man, and just less depressive, boy. I done stopped using my medicine, it's killing me evidently. If I die, then I go. If I Face the ground. 
around till my neck breaks. I look up, I look around and start to spectate. Suspects for what's next, I'm getting high off that Fiji water. In and out of the booth, trying to live fancy wow. Living in a chassis type of circumstances. I know that the devil dances with a Charles Manson mentality. What a fantasy, well actually I've been channeling practically. A type of negative niche, plus I'm not really practicing. And everything I'm sacrificing, better pay. Cause I'm working damn near every day with no days off. But still I feel like I'm getting grilled. Pushing away people who would lose their shoes in a day if they knew I was gone. Shit, what's wrong with me? Maybe I'm not working hard. Maybe it's hard for me. Maybe I won't be a star. Maybe I won't own a car. Maybe I just take the bus for the rest of my life. And I know I feel chained, but I still gotta fight. Uh. Somebody come get me. Somebody come get me. Yeah. 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 We just played this song called Fair. What's the message here? Okay. Uh, fair is the message is mainly in the hook. So it's kind of like saying, is this a song like about me personally? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, talking about the importance of healthy relationships and healthy connections with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hook is saying like, it's like a cause and effect type. It's talking about cause and effect. Mm. If I rise, then I go. Right. Like, if that's the words, if I remember or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like if I do this, this is this is the consequence of that. Like if I um, if I don't spend time to make these connections with people, these important connections with people I care about, instead of being distant and distance, like you know, distancing myself from them, um, I'm ultimately doing myself like and them like a, a disservice than a service. I think it's like yeah. It's like saying, like, if I allow myself to be, like, uh, you know, close to these people, how how much better would life be? Right. Why were you pushing them away? Um, I think it was just kind of like my, just kind of how I grew up, kind of, um, of just being, like, afraid of being, like, hurt by people because, because I have been, like, hurt a lot in, uh, in the past. So it's like it's like a defense mechanism. I see. So mm-hmm. for me, it was like, all right, I'm not like I I got to keep my boundaries to protect me type thing. Right. So, but you know, I you know I I got older, you know, started going to therapy and stuff. Just started to learn like uh, healthy relationships are actually key. Like mm-hmm. they're really really key type thing. 
You just said um, something important right there. You said start going to therapy, and a, uh, a lot of the black community doesn't do that. And, I know. And dude, you said I, it helped you. It seems like it helped you out a lot. Yeah, like that. I don't, I'm not in therapy right now, but when yeah. I was in therapy from like 15 to 18, mm-hmm. and that cleared my like my whole vision up so much. It's like therapy is such a beautiful thing if you actually do what you're supposed to do there. Like mm-hmm. if you do what you're supposed to do there. Like, it's very hard to walk out of the therapy session and not obtain something, not mm-hmm. gain something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very hard. You have to, like, really try probably to not, like, listen. So how did you trust um, the therapist you were with? That's one thing that um, seems. I think it was just, like, me being tired of, like, I got you. being, like, super sad all the time. Mm-hmm. I was, like, and just being super down and, like, you know, struggling so much at, at 15 and, you know, with all this, I got school shit going on, home shit going on. Yeah. Like you were just ready to the, release. The, yeah. Um, yeah. I was ready to release it. Like literally that I didn't really care like mm-hmm. who I told right. and like in the black community a lot, it's like, Oh, you don't want to like, don't tell our business or whatever. Right. But I'm just like, I'm just like us, do you not see what's going on? This is very, like, this is affecting not only me, like, y'all, whatever. It's, it's just, like, it makes no sense for any stick, for any for any family to say, hey, you shouldn't talk to somebody. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're, if we're being real, not everybody in your family can help you. Not all your friends can help you. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a um, psychological thing that I'm sure not all of us actually know and actively study. So it's yeah. like, if you don't go, you don't go to your, you don't go to your cousin or your, you know, whatever to see if you are like, you know, for like a, a checkup, a doctor checkup or something. <laughs> yeah, you go to right. a doctor for that. Right, right. You go to a doctor for it. So it's right. like if I if I'm you know going through things mentally and emotionally, like mental health issues and shit, I'm gonna go to a fucking therapist. Yeah. It doesn't. These people think that they're crazy for going to it or whatever because of the stigma, and it's just like that's so incorrect. Therapy mm-hmm. is not like that. They don't fucking go and and give you a, a heroin shot. Yeah. And now you're like a zombie or anything. Yeah. You go and you talk about your feelings. Right. It's literally what it is. And yeah. everybody has those no matter who you are. Yeah, I think people so. in, in our community, like you said, they they look down upon it. They they, they might feel like it's a failure in a sense or we're not why yeah, should we even share not. any more grief that you are, that's already out there for the public to see, you know? When it's really like mm-hmm. you said, it's not. It's it's a, it's just a form of of um getting better like if you will go like he said if you will go to a doctor it's the same thing exactly yeah yeah for me i think i just like i was just tired of feeling that way to where i didn't care what what it felt like like i had you know i mean i I just didn't care what triggered you the most what really triggered you the the whole sadness for you the whole what what triggered the sadness for you the just just oh the depression i think i think just um like, I hate to say the same answer, but just how I grew up all the time. Like, in school, I was, like, you know, I wasn't, like, the coolest dude to people. Mm. Like, um, you know, I got, you know, I regularly got, like, picked on. And I see. Was, I was always in trouble, though, too. Mm. I got picked on, and I was always in trouble. So trouble like as in what? Type thing. Trouble as in defiant? Trouble, like, yeah, defiant, really defiant. Yeah, like, always, you. like, you know, like, I missed recess all the time because I didn't do my homework. But, uh, was bullying a factor? Like being, was bullying a factor? Is that what you're saying? 
Like, was I bullying people? No, no. W- were you being bullied? That Was that, like, a big everyday oh, yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely being Like, I was bullied all throughout school, like, as mm. far as I can remember. Um, and then, I like, I even, like, tried to bully kids at certain points I to see. try to be accepted by the people that were bullying me. Mm. It's, a, it's a really complex thing. But, no, I understand. Like, um, but, you know, just going through all that and not really having proper guidance. I had guidance in some forms, but just because it was guidance doesn't mean it was good guidance. Right, you know I mean? yeah. Like, healthy guidance. But um, I was just going through all of that, like, that shit at school. And at home, I had, like, home life going on. So yeah. that was that didn't help. <laughs> so right. it was just like, and, you know, I'll be outside. I was, I was trying to, like, you know, find a place to kind of belong a lot of the time. Mm. Um, not to kind of, kind of, that's exactly what I was doing. And, you know, just not really finding a place, whether it was with my family or with my uh, peers at school and, like, friends. And so, shit. It was just, I was always like this. So who suggested yeah. the therapy? Was it something you decided on your own? Um, it ended up being at first, like the first, first thing, cause I, you know, I've been like, you know, a little therapy or whatever in like elementary school and shit here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when I was in high school, I was, I was a lot of shit was going on in like in high school. And then, um, my, I think vice, yeah, my vice principal, she recommended therapy okay. to me, okay. and I was just at first that, but this was like a year before I decided to go. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm all right. Then things just got like worse, and and you know just continued. And then like the the next school year, I was like, then I then I asked her if I can go to therapy. Boom, and then yeah, I just tried to go to therapy. Well, and that's then, good for you, man. And then, yeah, good for you. I think you yeah, you you said something in that song. You said, I guess I'm probably revealing a lot about myself. Showing you the truth is something that's hard on myself. And I was I was thinking this this album is pretty honest to me, and. How how much do you feel you, you're sacrificing of yourself, like your intimate and inner self, being honest in your music, and what effect does that have on you? Um, well, thank you for that. Thank you um, for saying that. Honest. Um, I think that hmm, as far as the effect on me, it is definitely scary. Mm-hmm. Like. It's definitely just scary. It doesn't, it could, because like a, a big thing of the project, of me putting out the project is a, a lot of people I personally know listen to it. Oh, yeah, so yeah, right. It's like, you know, what if one of them like come to me and say, hey, like, what does this mean? Like, do you, do you really feel like this or whatever? Like, you know, it's, it's not, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, but it is sometimes like a little bit, it can be like embarrassing a little bit or like just because, you know, like, or, uh, Oh yeah, just yeah, just scary. Yeah. Um, or feel like you're being like judged or whatever. But I'm like, nah, I, I I'm willing to bet that this is gonna help somebody more yeah. than it's gonna, right? More than it's more than any negative thing. Uh, and I've always been like that. I've always been somebody that like, like in a way, like with my heart on my sleeve, or like say things, it would, like relate to people to try to you know, um, just relate to them, try to help them out. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, I feel like uh, what was the first part of the question? I'm sorry. Um. I forgot what I was. I was in in the moment. Um, no, you kind of answered it. Answer. You're pretty, pretty, pretty intimate. You you talked about your inner self on on your album, and oh, it just yeah. seemed like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a. Uh, that's just something that just comes out on its own a lot mm-hmm. too. Like I think music has always been like a, a like something a coping skill for me, if you want to call it that. Or like uh-huh. just yeah, 
venting for me, venting. It doesn't matter. Like, I'll have an idea for a song, and then it'll come out totally different. Right, I see. Saying what I think, saying what I feel. Um, that's just, like, something. And for me, it's like, if I'm not, exactly, exactly what it is. So mm-hmm. it's like, for me, if, if I'm not, if I'm not being, being open like that, I, I mean, I got to tell you, like, you know, what I ate yesterday, or like, kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the draws I have on type shit, but it's like, that's just what it is for me. And I know, I know that I know somebody else more often than not, a bunch of people feel the same way as me, no yeah. matter how, no matter how they act, no matter if they're super goofy or super serious, cause I'm super goofy. Yeah. Like, and then people like, they'll be like, Oh, your music is like so much more serious than your, than you. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. But it's just like, no, like, as humans, we're all multifaceted. Exactly. We, nobody's one way all the time. Yeah. Nobody's one way all the time. So it's like, I'm, the, at least the, the stuff that bothered me growing up, because I can't control how I grew up right. in terms of circumstances and what happened. All I can do is control what I can control. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's that's just how I grew up. So I'm going to talk about what affected me, how, and like how I am, or why I am, how I am, or whatever. So, right. And um, and you kind of touched upon that on on the song uh, oratory. Yeah, 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 oratory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey yo, I can say some smooth shit, or I can say some cool shit. Or I can say some, some make you feel like you want a million bucks And think about how you gon' get through the struggle and get your lunch It's funny how my experiences could touch people And make them feel not alone Like they was all related to me uh, Even though I'm sitting all the time doubting my talent 150 lashes, my back resemble slaves in the old times Ran away but still a slave in my own mind Hardly mistaken, steady slumped over shaking Cause I can't shake the anguish and all the passion Passing through the back door, my anxious toes froze under Told my chest my heart went cold and any blanket offer keeps it on low doc the pills be waking out the suicides of my brain i miss a free throw guy that might just leave me limping in pain and even the passion cool shit shit. cool shit Uh troubles on my mind yeah keep it smooth for the last time and make it cool for the last rhyme Uh uh-uh that smooth shit cool shit troubles on my Uh mind yeah
uh, you said how you, uh, you express your experiences through your music and it's touched people. But then when you kind of said those lines, you said, but I still but you still doubt your talent. What, why are you mm-hmm. doubting yourself knowing that you are touching people? Um, I think it's, I think it's kind of like, kind of like, um, just always like being, thinking how it could be better. So I think, oh, thinking okay. how the music can be better mm-hmm. all the time where it's just like, okay, this came out dope. This came out tight. Damn. It's, what it looks next though. Like what's something I can do on this song that's mm-hmm. going to take it to the next level mm-hmm. or, um, or, you know, sometimes when you, like, when you see things, when, when I see things, like, not work out uh, of how I, like, expected it to be or would have hoped or whatever, mm-hmm. it gets, like, uh, discour- it can get discouraging mm-hmm. where it's just, like, damn, like, fuck, I thought I was trying, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and then and then it just doesn't, for whatever reason, happen that way. So that that's something. Um, yeah. Has anyone ever, so I, anyone ever said anything to how, how your music touched them? Um. It, at least recently, somebody said for the fair track, they were like, "Yo, that touched my soul." And oh, I was nice! Like, wow, like, yeah, really cool. It's really cool. It's the best thing. But you, can you know, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, it's really awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Glad people like it. But yeah, it's just, it's just mainly stuff like, oh, your music like is like honest. I mean, you're dope. Yes, you're dope. You, you can rap, whatever. Like you're whatever. But like, yeah, your uh, your music is honest, and you know, and just in terms of. Like in general, people have kind of all throughout my life kind of said that I've been able to help them, mm. like in some in some way. Um, but like not just how like people say, "Oh yeah, whatever you helped me," thing. But they're like, "No, really, really like, wow. me, like thank you." Um, so it's it's like an, it's a, that's a fucking honor to me, like yeah, to just be able to to be able to do that yeah. and kind of just you, you usually expect stuff like that from people who are older, right? Like, to really, really help somebody at least the, the way people said set up i'll help them you know what i mean but so right um it seems like you're yeah. really in tune with your emotions so maybe that's the reason you're able to kind of um, help. thank you i i think so I, th- I have to give a lot of that to just being like a big part of it in therapy but also just before that i was always a really empathetic person and like mm-hmm. very like mm-hmm. uh i wasn't i wasn't stupid so i was just like i'm very like i was always kind of like that i was always just kind of like i was you know super funny hilarious got in trouble at school but i also am really good at this like i also am very like aware that was the word very aware right. really aware of stuff yeah um and i know it i know i just knew it like all types of different pain felt like from yeah. growing up yeah and because, you know i see people go through this right yeah no 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 i was gonna say because you, you talked about growing up and you had a line in there where you like this skill was given to this boy who got half his childhood destroyed. What do you mean there? Mm. What do you mean? Um, I mean, exactly. Like, a, this is a skill that I have, or skill, skill and, you know, dream and aspiration that I have. <clears throat> and it's it's pretty, it's like pretty ironic mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for me because of where I, the circumstances, like a lot of kids that grow up, like, in poor environments, mm-hmm. um, they, they, you know, tend to mimic what they see, mm-hmm. like, and just follow that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't, I just didn't. I went literally, like, went to, like, left. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I look back, like, why did I make, I'm glad I made those, 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 those decisions, but I'm like, damn, why did I make those decisions or whatever when the person, 
people closest to me are literally following the same thing I'm saying. We're seeing we're all we're all seeing the same thing. I think. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's it's your choices in it. But, um, regarding it, yeah. but yeah, I, I just felt like it was like ironic that I decided to like rap or that I'm I'm artistically you know talented um, and all, but all this like bad stuff was going on, negative stuff was going on. Yeah, my whole upbringing mainly. Yeah. Uh, well, until I, you know, got out of it and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question. But no, no. I mean, like yeah, it, it, it does. It does. Um, so let's talk about um, some things outside your music. Uh, right. When you're not pursuing music, what are you doing? Dude, uh, fucking eating Subway. <laughs> <laughs> eat, eat in Subway? <laughs> eating Subway. Eating uh, Subway. I, I love Subway. So, oh, spicy Italians are good. Which one? The um, spicy Italian. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, with the sweet onion sauce and then the... Uh, the subway vinaigrette, but like only a couple lines though, because nah, it gets gross if you put too much. But like they know what nah, you order like, every time. They're like, oh, here they, comes. they know me over there. <laughs> they know who I am. Every time I walk in, I'm, I'm like, I give them that look. Where, yeah, like, you know what I mean. That's right. You know why? You know what I want. Right. But usually, usually that, uh, you know, hanging out with friends or you know, not too, not too much though. Like I'm more so like doing something music related since mm-hmm. I'm like you know pursuing that right, right. now, pursuing it. Um, it feels weird saying it when you're in it. When you're in it. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm focused on pursuing this, but um, but really that that or Subway or uh, I try to read. Uh, sometimes I was reading this book for a little bit, but then I stopped. I got to get back on it. Okay. Um, and just yeah, just doing, staying busy, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, staying productive. I got talking you. Talking to people. Yeah, yeah. My, my day is really the same right now, but. Like listening to music, how can how the fuck do I forget that? Listening to music, <laughs> like all the time, watching fucking Family Guy on uh, Netflix. I mm-hmm. love Family Guy. Yeah, like yeah. just watching funny stuff or just something that's gonna like something you know it's gonna make me learn something or right. something like that. Right. That's literally all all I'm doing when I'm not rapping when I'm not doing something music related. Yeah, that losing losing on Xbox online. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just I don't know why I be I think I'm so I think I'm so good. Until you fucking, until I fight somebody from Japan. Until, yeah. And they just like, show me I'm not shit. That's life. right. Like, they're like, nah, dude. And your family. Stick to your music, man. I won this match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stick to music. So, yeah, like that. Um, everybody tells me I need to watch like Stranger Things. Oh, uh, man. Like, you got to, man. Yeah. It's nice. See? <laughs> and it's good because you got, now you got one and two to watch. So. It's always good when you discover something that's been out for a while and like and, and it's good. So <laughs> I know no, I know, dude. I I just think it's like it's like people when I see like a lot of people on something, for some reason it turns me off. Too. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, no, I I, like, I totally like, agree with you. Yeah, like The Walking Dead. Yeah. Everybody was on that. And I'm like, dude, I don't even care like right. about this. Right. Y'all won't even let me like enjoy it by myself. Like, right. <laughs> and then I watched it and, and then I watched it and to me it just wasn't that great. It was like, it's like the hype. It's like, it's like hype too. So many so people, like yeah. That. Yeah. Orange is the new black. Uh, uh, yeah. what, what, what's the other one? Uh, Empire and what, all these other ones. What about Game of Thrones? Just pick. No, the people tell me I need to watch that too. I feel like I would probably like Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would probably like Game of Thrones. Like, that shit seems like crazy. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> dope. So you were yeah. saying you, cause the show's called Books Beats Beyond. So I always ask what books 
are you reading right now, articles, whatever, and what books had the biggest impact on you? Um, the book that I was reading most recently is called No Excuses by Brian Tracy, okay. The Power of Self-Discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny how that happened. This guy at Subway gave it to me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I gave it to me. <laughs> but I was, I was reading that for a little bit. A little before that, I was reading this other book called A Grit by Angela Duckworth. Um, you said A Grit? Uh, yeah, Grit. My friend, my friend uh, Desi gave me that book. And uh, before that, I was reading this book called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so those are the most, those were the most recent books I was reading. But so, but the ones that, uh, what? No, 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 no. I was going to ask. So, oh. uh, it just made me think, some dude just gave you a book in Subway? Oh, uh, his name is Raul. He was like, I was, I was on my way to L.A., actually. Uh, I mean, I was on my way to San Diego to go visit my family. And then uh, I was just, like, getting a sandwich at Subway for breakfast. I was just there. And then he was like, yo, like, oh, are you, he saw me with my bag. And he was like, oh, are you visiting, like, visiting L.A. or whatever? I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to San Diego. And then at first, I wasn't even going to talk to this dude. I was just like, man, just let me get my sandwich. Yeah. Like, and then he, but he just kept talking to me. And then he was just like, have a seat. And then I sat down, and we started talking for, like, 20 minutes. And then um, he was talking to me about, not giving myself excuses and about choices and about it felt really like like it was supposed to happen. Like, wow, um, crazy! Like we were just sitting there talking. This guy just met like, um, and then he showed me his his no excuses book with all the notes in it and stuff. And then he was like, "Yo, like," and he was reading. He was reading some of the quotes to me and explaining to me what what they meant. And I was listening the whole time. Mm. And then he was like, "Damn, I usually have like another book." another like no excuses book or whatever to give somebody he usually and has then, another uh, one that 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 book yeah. had a big impact on him wow yeah he dude i like he showed me his trunk and he had like 12 books like mm-hmm. books and bags that he already read wow. i was like dude this guy this guy sells drugs he's he got the he's moving away <laughs> uh, but he was like yo i don't know he was like damn uh, I was, i'm usually supposed to have another book and he was like oh hold up damn like pulls another no excuses book <laughs> out of like under some other books that he had wow and then okay. like and then uh gave it to granny he sold it to he was all like yo if you spend eight bucks on this book that would be the best eight bucks you ever uh, spent and i only had seven bucks cash and then mm-hmm. he but he still he gave me the book anyways so. right so wow. he gave me the book and i started reading it that day like, was it pretty like, powerful the book oh yeah that dude that held me accountable to everything wow <laughs> like yeah. like really it was a, it was a being held accountable is like a tough pill to swallow yeah. anytime for anybody. But mm-hmm. it was good. I was like, yo, I feel like I need I needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. Like it no matter what, no matter where you're at or whatever, like you're always held to the same standard as everybody else. Right. In terms of what you need to do uh, right. to get to where you need to get. Doesn't matter how hard it is for you or how easy it is for somebody else. If you're not where that other person is, you're just not where that other person is. Right. Like and you have to work to get there. So right. that was what I got from that book. But the book so it was, it was fucking weird. That day was weird. Was <laughs> that and then, that uh, does sound weird, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then I was I was reading like the, the inside of the book, like before you get to the actual book. Yeah. And then it was saying like, oh, people who have set this book has, has helped them uh, a multimillionaire from San Diego. That was the first city that popped up. Say that one more like, time. Oh, shit. Like somebody, I was reading the uh, the inside of the book before you get to the actual book. Yeah. And then it was saying like, oh, people that notable people that this book has helped or whatever. 
Wow. The first person was a multimillionaire from San Diego. Wow, there you go. And I was going to San Diego <laughs> reading that. Wow. That I just met from this guy that day. It was really Yo, weird. Oh, that's like, great. Shit. So you've I'm never kept in contact with this dude again? Uh, nah, he texted me the other day. I got to text him. Okay, back. just making sure he wasn't a ghost or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nah, no, he wasn't. No, nah, no, 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 no. At first, I was like, what if he disappears? So I was like, nah. I was like, he probably doesn't want to disappear with this nice ass car. Like, <laughs> right. Like, we're in a safe neighborhood, but like, nah, he, he, he wants the car. Oh, he had a nice, he had a nice car, huh? He had a nice car. It was like a 2017. Anything 2017 is, is with the uh, style. I was like, he might okay. be a millionaire. He, he was he was with it. I was, guy had he had he had like a little dress shirt on at Subway to eat a sandwich. I was like, yeah, you're, you're you're business, but you're hood too though. Right. Like, but uh, but yeah, that was a cool. That was that's a, that was a good book from what I was reading. And uh, but uh, a book that really like uh, kind of touched me or like whatever was like uh, the Outsiders. The Outsiders. The Outsiders. Oh. The Outsiders and uh, and uh, what other book? The uh, Scorpion. Scorpions or something like that okay. by Walter D. Myers. Okay. I read that like a long time ago. Okay. And I like I read this other book that I like called Night by Ellie Wiesel about like the Holocaust. Wow. That was a really good book. I read that in tenth grade. So you said and you then, said um, the the um, outsiders that really touched you. Yeah, I love that. What is that? What is that? What is that about? A little bit. Wait, have you not seen it? Oh, the movie. You said the movie. No, no, no. But the movie is the book, though. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Just because I, I was thinking, He's is that? Boy. That's what I thought. I was just making sure that's the one we're talking about. Okay, yeah. 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 That was that. I love that movie and that book. Yeah, that it is good. such a good book. Yeah. So I feel like I've read other books that like I'm just not. Well, no, that's good, man. I mean, I mean that those those some nice books right there. Yeah. Um, I don't read a lot. What well, I need to. Well, yeah. Hey. Hey. I mean, you know, whenever whenever it strikes you, that's when you should do it. I don't think anyone should ever force it. Um, cause mm. not everybody learns through books or whatever, but you're like, right. But sometimes I'm just like, damn, it's been a long time. Like, when is it going to hit me? Like, <laughs> that's how we think it's going I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> but I feel you. No, I, I feel you though. I definitely hear you. Yeah. So um, I also like to ask, uh, what three albums and or songs had the biggest influence on shaping who you are today? Oh, damn. Three albums or artists. Is that what you said? Or, or songs. Or, oh, or songs or songs. All right. Ooh, ooh. Okay. One one song is "Me Against the World" by Tupac. Mm, everybody, everybody says that one. Tupac. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That that's one. Uh, shit. Can I like mix songs and albums? If that's not, I'm yeah. gonna say what comes to my head. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, "Me Against the World." Uh, that's hard. <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, I really like the the skits. The skits in Lauren Hill's album. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those skits are just life to me. Like I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, what's another album? Uh, probably fucking man. Are we, what are we talking like impact? Like what though? Like serious impact, musical impact? Like, yeah, it, it, any any kind of thing that had an influence. Uh, you, you felt like once you heard it, life just some just changed for you. Uh, 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 there's a butterfly, definitely. Oh, okay, okay. I think that was something because, like, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm like yeah, like I'm 20, so I'm a fucking name which in my time period too. <laughs> yeah. But but you know what I mean, like yeah. that whole little Vince Staples '90s rap thing. He's not wrong. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, dang, that's that's one. 
What else? Wait, so you said probably me? Any, any, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, what you said? I was going to say probably probably any Tyler the Creator album. Oh, okay. Music, music wise, yeah. music wise, and just creativity and like inspiration and shit. Like mm-hmm. definitely, definitely one of those. Mm-hmm. That's mainly kind of where. Oh, um, I really like Logic. Logic's first yeah. album, Under Pressure. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very like really relatable for me. Yeah. Well, so that came out when I was fifteen or sixteen or something. Sixteen or seventeen. Right. Uh, those are all, those are all pretty dope songs, man. Well, some good things you added off there. My bad. I, I named more than. I think That's all right. Because it's so hard, though, to just name three. <laughs> nah, everybody does, man. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, man. It's hard, yeah. <laughs> so, what, what, what more do you think that you can contribute to today's hip hop culture? Um, honesty and mm. uh, yeah, I think I think honesty, authenticity, yeah. but like. But I'm a like true offensive trying to like really like do my best to do that. Mm-hmm. Like and be like, you know, um have integrity, follow your integrity, because that's what matters at the end of life. Like right. for anybody, no matter what kind of person you are, like you have your core values and morals and shit. But like, um yeah, just I think honesty, uh relatability, like um but also I'm so awesome. Like I'm so cool. So like, <laughs> yeah. Just like, being, just me, like right. me, just me being a, just me being a person, but an actual person, not like fucking like doing stuff for like uh, right. a type, a certain type of gain. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I get, I get that we all want to get somewhere and, and stuff and, and what we're doing, but it's like, at, at like for example, like certain things don't need to be said in a song. They need to just be fucking said. Right. Like. You know what I mean? Like gotcha. stuff like that. I want to, I just want to, I just want to be, and whatever that kind of looks like too, for me, like, cause I don't know what kind of person I'm going to necessarily like mm-hmm. end up being officially. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but, but those are definitely things, the things that matter, whatever that looks like, the things that matter is what I think I, I want to definitely uh, bring to hip hop, just like the world. Um, but also like, I don't want people to think I'm like, you know, trying to be like completely like, always always mouth the legs or whatever and like whatever they want to say right. you know how people are going to like people are going to think your own way mm-hmm. um so i just want i want to bring every every piece of me kind of every piece of me piece of me and like my music whatever i'm doing to just to do my best to be looked at as a person who is like a fucking person because that's literally all all you are all it is at the end of the day you're a person like nobody nobody walks in the room and like Kanye West is gonna walk in the room and magical music is gonna start. Singing. He's just fucking Kanye <laughs> yeah, West. Right. Like it's you know, you know what I mean? Like I just wanna do my best to I guess be that. Just be me and be comfortable and like I think when I'm being comfortable when I'm myself, it'll just naturally help whoever needs to help. Yeah. As you know, as the same way as if I probably wasn't in music and I was yeah. being me. Well that's dope. We do need like, we do need that in hip hop. Just just authenticity, more authenticity, more more honesty is definitely needed. And um what do you want people to mainly take away from your album, What I Learned? Um, first, the just the content and, you know, the things that I had to just, like, say in it. Like, um, that's a really good question. I don't know. I guess people, I want people to take whatever they want to take from it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I, I think it would be bad because when I made it, when I was making it, it was 
it was just mainly just me, just me making what I kind of felt. Yeah. Like, um, like the first couple songs with the with the stories to them, and like you know the uh, the different perspectives of the you know I mean like the wishful thinking and like trapped and shit. Mm-hmm. Like those that was supposed to be the first original theme of the project. It was supposed to be nothing but different stories, mm-hmm. not even just me, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I might do that, so don't don't steal that, nobody. <laughs> uh, I might still do that. Don't bite that. But um, shout out to Kanye. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, I think people just, I just want people to take whatever they want to take from it, yeah. you know, like, right. it inspires somebody to help somebody. If, if some people just like it, people see, you know, just, yeah, like it, then bam, like, I've done my, I feel like, job in some way, yeah. in, in some avenue, you know what I mean, whatever avenue that is. Cause people are just going to interpret it differently. Right. So, I can't control that, so. Right. Well, Man, whatever it is for you. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. Good answer. I, I, I'm a, I took away from it that you are really in tune with your feelings, um, and you're not scared to talk about that. And um, because of that, um, it just makes me and other people feel like, yeah, yeah, we. I feel like this sometimes. You know, I'm glad that someone's mm-hmm. actually talking about it. So, um, mm-hmm. that, that, that's definitely what I took away. Well, thank you, man. That's, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh I was going to say, yeah, that's, that's a big thing, uh, too. I forgot to add. I just didn't think about, it. but yeah, yeah. Re- relatability, dude. Cause people, like I said, people just fucking like, do not like people are not that crazy as people are making it seem like mm-hmm. people just, everybody feels something sometimes or all the time right. or whatever and people like a lot of times growing up a lot of kids to a lot of like young kids like shame other kids and stuff for like feeling anything but good you know what yeah I mean? right like you know what i mean like so and, and that's really and, and that kind of stuff carries on into like adulthood i think and like just life like you can you can literally be like fucking 30 or something and still have the mind of like a 20 year old. Absolutely. Like it was shut down. It was shut down like, in the formative years. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So it's just like, it's just like, why can't the thing that makes me so mad is it's like, why can't we just talk about feelings and not have any type of judgment? You know what I mean? Like right. we should do, we should be able to do that because that's what, that's what you were fucking born with. You were born with feelings. Exactly. Feel. So it yeah. makes no sense. It makes no logical sense to be like, yo, you can't feel this way, or you're you're totally weird for feeling this way. Right, that's so you. weird. Yeah, and putting right. somebody down that makes no sense. So yeah. for me, it was like, and nobody, like, like a uh, big reason why I liked Logic growing up was like he talked about the same stuff that I was going through a lot. Mm-hmm. These artists that I was listening to just talked about the same stuff as me that nobody in school was talking about, or that people in school or around me would just discredit and undermine and minimize and shit. So it's like, why would why would why is that a thing? Why that shouldn't be a thing ever? Yeah, yeah. Well, people should be allowed to say what they want. Absolutely, and um, I just hope, and I know you're going to continue to do that. Just continue to do that because that's what life is, man. It's <laughs> without feelings is a part of life, and you will always yeah, have some yeah. kind of content if you stick with that. And I think you will always relate to people if you stick with that. So we we just want to say over here, thank you so much, Maje. For being on Books Beast and Beyond. Thank you for having me. Dude, thanks for having me. This is tight. I like this. is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it, man. If you want to purchase the book or any of the music, I've included links in the show notes. Or you could just go to booksbeatsandbeyond.com. 
And, you know, what's cool is by clicking on the links, you support the guests, the music artists, and uh, we get a small commission, which is no extra cost to you, which we will then put toward the operations of this show. Um, and also, please click on the iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you do this stuff already, just want to say thank you so much for your support. Remember, let's read, listen, explore. <laughs>